Hi. Welcome to Drinking the Kool-Aid. Welcome. I'm Megan. I'm Hannah. And we have updates for you. I'm excited to hear these. This has never happened before, but right after we recorded, like within 20 hours, there was a new update on this case. Uh, Yeah, like super excited for this, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was panicking. When she was too. (laughs) She really was when it first happened. (laughs) Well, so I'm like really, 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 really stoked. But it's good stuff. Okay. Uh, first, I'm just gonna say, listen, I think I'm gonna always just make mistakes. I'm pretty positive that in the last episode, I switched between Mirian and Marion when I was saying uh, Melissa's mother's name. Oh. But it's Marion Mims. So if I did that, I just want to make sure it's corrected. I think I could hear it when I was editing. Oh, you know, you actually have a tendency to, like, yes, add that, like, clearly. I, and you say it when you say Mary, too. Mm, you, okay. You have a tendency, so, like, I, I don't actually think that you were, like, switching back and forth. I think it's just the way you actually say it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. So, just want to set the record straight, because I was like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now give me those updates. Okay, okay. So. I watched the Mile Higher podcast with Kendall and Josh, and they interviewed Melissa's sister, Michelle Mims. Okay. It's like a two-hour thing. I'll link it. It's awesome. So watch it. Uh, Before we start, at this time, everyone is innocent until proven guilty, and the stories that we're talking about are all alleged. Okay? There you go. (laughs) So in the YouTube video, Michelle discussed who her sister was, and so I do want to bring it up again because it was cute. Uh, She says her sister had such a kind heart, and people always said that they were just two peas in a pod. They liked to watch scary movies together, and then they'd wake up and tell each other about their spooky dreams. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. She said it was just, like, super fun, and then they would do it again. Yes! (laughs) Michelle said Melissa was her best friend and she feels like a piece of her died with her sister. She tries to honor her memory by remembering all the good times that they shared together. Melissa's sister Michelle has contacted tons of podcasts to cover this story. She was able to take the money that they raised from the GoFundMe to hire a private investigator. This investigator met with a woman named Karen Kelly, and she has the power to change the cause of death on a death certificate, which is something that doesn't happen. Like, this is so rare. The private investigator presented the case to Karen Kelly, and she believed that this is a homicide case. Oh, man. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. So Melissa's death certificate was changed from undetermined to homicide due to assault and closed head injury. I just got chills everywhere. That's a huge win. Like, oh my gosh. I just got chills everywhere, dude. Now, Karen Kelly actually took things a step further, too. She brought the case to a conference of medical examiners, forensic pathologists, and chief medical examiners. And every single one of them agreed that this is homicide. And they all wrote letters and signed their names and said they'd be willing to testify. That's amazing. This is incredible news. So cool. Yeah. Every single year, Melissa's family puts together a packet that includes pictures of her injuries, 
and um, a letter describing the effects her death has had on the family. The packet gets sent to police, the district attorney, and to Melissa's boyfriend, Joey Tyndall. Oh my god, I love that! Which is like, whoa! (laughs) Yeah. That's brilliant! Uh Uh-huh. And the letters are sent out on February 3rd, which is Melissa's birthday, and then they do it on December 17th when she was taken off life support. Oh. I just think it's incredible that the family, like, follows up on it like this and keeps pushing. Dude, I've had chills, like, since you started talking. (laughs) I told you, these are good updates. Uh, Here are some things that came out during the investigation. If Melissa said or did anything that her boyfriend Joey didn't like, he would allegedly, like, take her clothes off her and force her to sit outside for the night. And it didn't matter what the temperature was. She would either have to sleep on the ground in the bushes or she could sleep in the car if it was unlocked. So awful. It's absolutely disgusting. And then if she wanted to go anywhere... Joey would go check the mileage on the car to make sure that she wasn't going anywhere else. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Melissa would be locked in a room while Joey was gone at work, and then he checked her phone to make sure that she wasn't talking to any guys. No. This is horrifying if that's true. Remember? Alleged. Right. Melissa's sister, Michelle, found out about this information recently during the investigation. She was only aware that Melissa had been locked out and forced to sleep outside before, and that was something we discussed in the first episode, but nothing about her being naked. Right. Well, and I've, like, multiple, a bunch of times, it sounds like it was, like, a bunch of times. Right, right. Uh, Another thing we brought up is the fact that Melissa got that tattoo with Joey's name. Yep. Her sister believes it was a controlling move, like, you're my property. She said her sister would never get something like that. That actually would make so much sense. Uh Uh-huh. And then I stated that Melissa had called some rehab centers because she was worried about her drinking. Well, she actually went to a few of them, and I guess Joey would call and threaten her so that she would leave. And then he would say, like, he was going to kill her or kill her family. Oh. And then he would go pick her up and they'd buy alcohol on the way home. So he'd get her started right away. Okay. Mm -hmm. When Melissa was telling her family at the hospital what really happened to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was saying that they needed to ask the guy that lives in the back because he saw stuff. The guy that lives in the back. Now, the family wasn't sure what she was talking about, and this was during her last words that she ever said. But police didn't follow up on this, so maybe somebody witnessed something. Like, they lived in a trailer. The trailers weren't super close, but it sounds like someone knows something. It seems important. It really does. Yeah. And it could have, like, multiple meanings. Right. Because, like, there could have been somebody else there, for all we know. Exactly. Like, actually there. Sure. You know what I mean? That yeah. is no or longer. Or, like, someone that saw her sleeping outside right. naked or witnessed the fight. Yeah. I don't know. The private investigator discovered that Joey assaulted a firefighter. What? Yeah. And this wasn't elaborated on, so I don't know when this was or what happened. 
But I was like, did this happen when the On mattress the fire happened? Yeah. Or I don't know. But it's interesting. Okay. A previous ex-boyfriend of Melissa's was able to provide some information to the private investigator. Uh, remember, Melissa had gone to the hospital for a gunshot wound that was under yep. the collarbone. And she said she shot herself. Yep. Well, Melissa told the ex-boyfriend that her and Joey had been fighting. She ran to the bathroom and shut the door, and Joey shot her through the door. Which also makes sense, though, because... Yes. All the other exes were talking about how there was guns and yeah stuff involved. So absolutely, and like it's confirmed that Joey himself owns guns, and Melissa did not. Right. So, uh, now this was the part that just blew my mind. Okay, Melissa started seeking help from a counselor who specialized in domestic violence. This person was so concerned about her safety. That she was trying to get guardianship to get her out of there. What? Yeah. The counselor was in the middle of doing the paperwork because she just didn't believe that Melissa was able to leave on her own. And Melissa's family had no idea about this. And they believe that Joey found out. Found. I was wondering if you were going to say found out. Yeah. And maybe that pushed him over the edge. Right. The counselor has records of a bunch of abuse that Melissa had told them about, though. Doctors have verified that Melissa probably would have survived her injuries if she was brought in on day one. But unfortunately, she laid there with that brain bleed yeah. for days with no medical attention. Yep. Uh, and, I mean, seriously, shouldn't the person that allowed her to lay there be held responsible? You would think. You would think. I don't know. As they took Melissa off life support, her sister Michelle held her hand and told her she would fight for her and would never give up. Yes. Michelle contacted people at major news sources and never got a response. And that's what led her to contact podcasts. And that was freaking smart on her part. So smart. Like, she wanted to get the word out. She wants a legacy for Melissa. And people that have watched the YouTube videos have been inspired to get out of bad relationships. And they've told her about oh, that. Oh, that's amazing. So it's oh, you're saving giving me chills. people. Chills everywhere. <laughs> but I think it's just crazy that the people that are supposed to help, like the police, the district yeah. attorney, they're doing nothing. And it's podcasters. That are actually making a movement on this. It's just so cool, you know? though, that podcasters can do that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's literally why we do this. Right. Is to get things like this out there. Exactly. Joey's uh, niece contacted Melissa's family, and she said their whole family believes that Joey is responsible for the death. <gasps> oh, snap. And I guess he's been making jokes over the years about, like, how he got away with it. Ew. Which, if you did that, that's disgusting. Oh, my God, ew. It's not funny. It's not a joke. Ew. Yeah. And they said that they will back Melissa's family and support them. So even his own family's against him. Just saying um, that speaks volumes. Yep. So, we'll yep, leave it, it at that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just gonna... Yeah. Not talk anymore. <laughs> okay. 
So this case has been reopened. But the family isn't currently getting a lot of updates or communication but with the police. But it's been reopened. But it's reopened. Yes! Yes, yes, yeah. yes! There is a link to donate. Yes! And to purchase things like shirts and coffee cups and different items. And again, yes! <laughs> right. Uh, I do want to say one of the best things I heard is that none of the original police officers are on the case. It's all yes! different eyes. So that's incredible. Yes, yes, yes. And you're saying, what can I do to help? Well, let me tell you. Please do. Uh, So I'm going to be linking every single one of these things on our page. But you can sign the petition for change, which I did. Uh, I'm about to. Yes. Donate to the GoFundMe. Um, the, it's ongoing case. And the private investigator, of course, is going to need more money. Yep. So any little bit helps with that. There is a Twitter and a Facebook page. They are both called Justice for Melissa Platt. And uh, that's where you'll find updates on the case. And they'll state, like, if they need something. Yep. Uh, And then if you buy items from their online store, all proceeds will help fund the investigation. Love it. So that is everything I have. And I will also link the YouTube video that I watched for the Mile Higher podcast because I got everything from them. Okay. So that is our update. Awesome. 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 If you didn't, I should have said it at the beginning, but seriously, it's an update. (laughs) So please listen to the other episode first. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or this is going to not make sense to you. It's very true. But I guess we probably should have said that, but whoops. Oopsies. If you made it this far and you didn't listen, well, now go listen. Go listen. Maybe be a little bit less frustrated. Yeah, you'll be like, probably not. oh, I mean, <laughs> it's going to say update in the title. So I think you guys will figure it out. Yep. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So make sure to follow us on any of your podcast apps. Tell us the stories you want to hear. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Leave us a five-star review if you love us. Tell your friends. Tell your cats. Um, Bye. bye.